It's campaign season and election fever is on the rise. Comedian Red Oliero has been interviewing political candidates of all stripes on his show, Bago Matulog with Red Oliero. It's a casual conversation that's more approachable than the debates you see on television. While platforms are still discussed, Mr. Oliero also grills his guests and gently roasts them. In this B-side episode, Mr. Oliero tells Business World reporter Joseph L. Garcia what he finds funny about politics. They talk about the role of entertainers and influencers in the elections and why it's good to poke fun at yourself when you are in the serious business of running an entire country. Can you tell us about how you and your colleagues entertained during the pandemic? Like, I have been to some of your Zoom shows. There no gigs during the pandemic and we didn't really uh, have anything to do. So one is we tried to do, well, meron na mga ibang members sa amin that did podcasting. So a lot of the other members followed suit. And then right after that, we thought na parang, okay, a lot of people are using Zoom. So might as well use Zoom as our new stage. And from there, I think parang the world picked up on it din. Eh. By themselves, they kind of realized na, okay, we can really just do online events over these video call apps. So parang nagkaroon din ng mga tao na sanay ng manood ng Zoom shows and everything. Kumbaga parang yun yung, I guess, adjustment namin to the new normal. For your podcast, where did you get the idea of having politicians on it? The promise of my podcast is just a really good conversation. I approach it as the same way I approach yung comedy ko, which is kung ano nakaka-apekto sa akin, that's what I talk about. So I really reached out to a lot of politicians kung pwedeng... Uh, makausap sila and I wanted to, you know, talk to them and get to know them kung anong klaseng tao talaga sila. Kasi mahirap alamin yung tao pag nababasa mo lang sa mga headlines or sa mga ano. So, when you get to talk to them, even like pre-broadcast, pag nakausap mo sila, you get to know the person. Alam mo kung sino who's fronting or who's not. Mga ganong klase. So, maganda siya kasi It's not like a super serious interview, like hindi siya current Davila type na sobrang intense. It deals more of parang asking them what they're passionate about, how they got started in public service. So I'm trying to unravel this part na hindi masyado nakikita ng mga tao. So parang natural na magkaroon ka ng political guests kasi mainit yung topic ngayon, eh. mainit yung elections. Are there risks or advantages when they do appear on your show? Like, it's another way for them to discuss their platforms. And, you know, it gets them exposure. But is it healthy for them to poke fun at themselves during a very serious time? I think there's a time and a place for everything. If they're poking fun of themselves during a serious press conference or a uh, debate, para sa akin yun yung medyo off. But if you're coming into a show hosted by two comedians... And that's known for comedic conversations and medyo may, may konting serious topics blended in. And that's what exactly you're going to get. Para kasing if they come in and they say na parang, oh, tiga mo itong mga to, nag-joke-joke lang, napaka-seryosa ng ano. Well, you're coming into like a charted comedy podcast. So, ala ka namang sobrang seryoso nung pag-uusapan namin. Diba? And I, I don't want ever to be that guy na may papasok na guest, mag-iiba tayo ng tema and we're gonna be all serious and preachy and everything. If you come into my show, magpapatawa ka or, or at least talk about something light and funny or if ever serious man, we'll insert some jabs of it being funny and everything. So, if this gets 
need to show a little fun side of them, eh, di yun yung platform ko. Slightly controversial question. What do you find funny with Philippine politics? Everything. <laughs> ako matagal na ako natatawa sa mga politician. They spend so much money for... Kasi ako, if I look at myself, I go to shows and I will get validation from people. Technically, that's what we do as comedians. But these guys pay me. These guys pay the tickets. Alam mo yun? And they come in here and they want to be entertained. Yung politicians, they spend so much money to get validation and admiration. That's one aspect. A lot of them, you know, have to play that game kasi ganun yung labanan, I guess, to mga tao. And it's funny to me kasi they're also super accommodating sa mga bagay. So, kahit kunwari, um, pasayawin sila. <laughs> alam mo yun, gagawin nila eh. Tapos parang yun yung mark of a true person na may pakialam. Kasi at the same time, admirable din. Kasi if they're really passionate about public service, they know that they have to do things that they don't want to do. Even like, you know, ewan ko kung nagugustuhan talaga nila and even try to like it. Sasayaw ako for you. Tatalon ako sa stage. Tatumbling ako. Parang ganong klase. For all these gimmicks and everything. And it's funny. Kasi uh, these are people that are very smart. <laughs> they're very smart they're very uh, accomplished they're very capable and they're pandering with dance kasi ganun ang labanan dito sa stage ng Pilipinas eh. I wish it was different though like I wish they'd focus more on debates or talking about their platforms and everything pero I guess wala eh baka maybe later on the future pag may nanalong candidate na talagang dahil sa platform niya at hindi dahil nagbudot siya sa campaign niya. Alam mo yun, baka mangyari yun. Do you open your platform for candidates who do not align with their own values? Yes. I'm open to a lot of things. Not just sa political, if it's something that I'm not really into, like I talk to a ballerina, I'm not really super into ballet, uh, I'm not into like photography or sometimes theater, but I would have like, you know, people who are in theater or acting or whatever, nandun sila sa platform ko. Values-wise, kasi medyo iba eh, no, pag politician, kasi hindi naman siya parang art scene na, okay, hindi ka into ballet, mas mag-guess ka ng ballerina, hindi siya ganun eh. More of, I'm open to it. I've actually seeked out and crowdsourced some people na hindi aligned dun sa political party that I endorse. Eh, wala. I guess parang nakikita nila na parang, ah, okay, masyadong aggressive tong guy na to siguro or something. Maybe baka hindi nila trip. Pero I'm open to it because mas solid siya. Like, if I can do material without meeting them, di mas solid pag nakita ko sila. And parehas yung treatment ko. If they'd let me, I won't distill the way I talk to people kasi uh, the way I talk naman talaga is just really picking up on things that are what we can talk about I'm not trying to censor anything like when Gordon was there we talked about yung Blue Ribbon Committee mga ganong klase or when Chell Jokna was there <laughs> binibigyan namin ng mga comebacks for the teeth jokes and everything so it's open if you are willing enough to be talked to the way I talk to the other candidates the game pero kung magigess ka tapos bawal ako magsabi, kailangan ko pag-usapan to, I'd rather not have you. And have you received any criticism for your activities? Like, I remember during the episode with Senator Pangilinan, there were a lot of trolls. Trolls, yes. Definitely. 
I don't count them as critics kasi, you know, parang these guys are getting paid to troll at your comments. They live by a script. Pero there are actual critics na that would tell me na they don't support me anymore kasi uh, I revealed na bias pala ako dito. Parang they are kind of disappointed that I have political leanings. Gusto nila neutral ako or keep my political leanings to myself, which is kind of weird. Yung mga tao parang ayaw nila ma-inconvenience sa fact that we have to take a side. Kasi ganun eh, apektado tayo lahat eh. Diba? And ganun naman ako ever since. I guess nagkaroon lang ako ng exposure ngayon. Before pandemic, I had like 5,000 followers. Now I have like 80 sa FB. Iba pa yung TikTok and the other ones. So, mas malaki yung exposure ko ngayon. So, tingin nila parang ngayon lang ako nag-reveal ng political side ko. But ever since, I've been joking about whoever's president. And honestly, kahit sino manalo sa 2022, kahit si Lenny yan or si Bongbong yan, I'll probably not shut up and do jokes about them. Ganun talaga eh. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. I express what I feel. And pag-apektado ako about something and kung ano man yan, kung dengue man yan or paggain ko kanina or pang-aasar sa akin ng tao or yung political candidates or yung mga nakaupo sa mga posisyon nila, we'll definitely talk about it kasi apektado ako. Eh. Hilang naman yun. Ganun lang kasi kasimple. The entertainment sector plays a huge role in elections. Like, you have actors and actresses and now influencers appearing on like commercials or they campaign for these politicians, post them on their platforms. How do people with followings like that make it appealing but ethical? I think ang weird lang dito is because wala naman siyang rules eh, di ba? Like parang anybody can just say, ito yung paniniwala ko, it's my opinion, so it falls under freedom of speech or my right to express myself kahit hindi siya factual. So... Medyo parang may gray area, I guess. And I think it comes down to your own personal ethics. Kasi I would do content na hindi nga aligned sa mga campaign ng mga Lenny people. Even though like some Lenny people would say, okay, huwag ka namang away ng followers ng ibang candidate. Ako parang, well, gusto ko silang awayin eh. <laughs> parang <laughs> nakakatawa sila awayin eh. So I would do that. I think it boils down to yung sariling ethics ng tao. I would never misinform people. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do something na sobrang bias or parang propaganda na hindating. I wouldn't do that. But if it falls into something I truly believe in and then I uh, I have to show it, di okay. Pero ang problema yung ibang tao, like yung mga ibang TikTokers or mga ibang nag-send ng fake news, I guess they get paid. Or parang ganito yung battle plan namin, we have to stick with it. Para sa akin, sana hindi nila gawin yun. I think yun yung difference between artist and content creator. And content creator just makes whatever. Kung ano mong trend kung ano mong mag-comment. Gagawin ko tong trend na to. Oh, sikat yung ice bucket challenge, gagawin ko siya. Whereas kapag artist ka, you don't even care about the trends. You just make stuff. Parang ganong klase. I think dahil nga pandemic, it boils down to becoming you're an artist in a stage of content creators. So parang the way I attack it is not very the way content creators would. So if someone would tell me na, oy, mag-spread ka ng false information, mas marami siyang comments and everything, I wouldn't do that because hindi siya nagsaserve under what I'm posting for and I'm posting for artistic expression. Thank you, Red, for that. Do you have a message for voters? My message for voters is you vote for who you believe na would be beneficial for the Philippines as a whole, not just yourself.
think of the big picture kasi pa nag-progress yung buong country mas beneficial for everyone. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard comedian Red Oliero speaking with Business World reporter Joseph L. Garcia about the lighter side of politics. In these tough times, it's good to keep your sense of humor. Being able to laugh in the face of adversity is a powerful thing. But Mr. Oliero was not joking when he said that we should think of the country and not just ourselves when we vote. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely in December 2021. It was produced by Paolo L. Lopez, Gino D. Nicolas, and me, Sam L. Marcelo. Thanks for listening. <laughs>